today is CKARFM, Muskoka's local station since 2009. Locally owned and operated by Hunters Bay Radio, Inc. Comments on our broadcast are welcome. Shoot us an email at comments at muskokaradio.com. Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sportsbeat, 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, April 5th with Dave Percival and... Dan Caswell. And... Grant's here as well. Guys, what do you think of that weather out it's there? A let's, have a, let's have the weather chat. It's a great day to be a duck. Is it ever? If you're a duck, it's a good day to be inside. I was almost going to not show up here today. I just... Because my hair and that could get wet. Well, I understand <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, I know. But that is a phenomenally... Like, that's good. Gets rid of the snow, though. Remember yes. that. It gets rid of the snow. It that's does. all I care about. Wow. The snow has to go. <laughs> snow must go. Snow must go, exactly. Well, we're going to start with something a little different because I've told you guys, and we've talked about it, Kikuchi. Oh, I just, I, when you said something different, I thought we weren't talking sports today. It was more political talk. Oh, we're going to talk about Trump, but let's stick with the Blue Jays. Oh, okay. okay. But Kikuchi did his job. You say Kikuchi. Five you innings. love Kikuchi. I love him because yeah. he's got a good arm. Yeah. But he, thank goodness they got a game because I'll tell you, they've a poor start. They didn't want to lose another game, a 4-1 victory. But you know what's what's really something? Matt Chapman broke a record last night. In the first five games, he has had 13 hits. No Jay has had 13 hits in the first five games. He's on fire. Yeah. Three for four last night. Uh, Varsho hit a nice home run. A very s- solid effort. Bichette hit a home run. So you know what? They're on. The, at least they got a win under their belt against yeah. a very, very poor Kansas City team. But guess what, Dan? What? Tonight, Alex <laughs> Manoa hopefully can rein in his personality yeah. is going to get Zach Grinke, who has still yes. got a great pitcher. Yes. You know, so again, I'm, I'm hoping the Jays can, uh, can actually pull this out, but a win in Kansas city is a huge win. And there's only 157 games left. I know. And I'm talking like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm worried about them right at two and three. Yeah. Should I, should I call it now that they're not going to make it yeah. <laughs> with 158 games to go? Mm. Oh, goodness. but it's exciting. Right? Yeah, it is. Like it I, is. You know, it's exciting that they're starting, and, and we don't like to see the start they're having, but I think it's good to deal with the adversity early in the season rather than in, say, August. And there's one other true, real positive right now. Uh, Jordan Romano looks fantastic. Yeah. He is throwing the ball even harder than he threw last year, and he has no trouble setting down the side. So yeah. that, that bodes well, too. Nice. It's awful, awful That's early. confidence for the offense to put some points on the board because they know that uh, Romano can come in. Yeah, and Chapman's hitting, and, and uh, Bichette is hitting over 400. You know, some of the other big bombers will eventually come around. Uh, George Springer had five in his first game. Right, so he's taking the next four off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, big win last night, and, and a more important win against a very poor Columbus team. But again, a uh, young fellow in net for uh, Columbus was fantastic. 4-2 victory, as you've said in the past, Dan, you take your two points and run on that one, don't you? Yes, for sure. Um you know, Aston Reese, it's not just because he scored two goals, but he is a really valuable third-line guy. He's a big body. He he can score, as he's proving. Yep. You know, that's, that is a takeaway I've got on that. Now, what I did see last night, um, Tavares is, is back in this one even-strength goal in 17 games is not enough for John Tavares. But, again, Ryan O'Reilly is going to be back. Mm-hmm. 
So who knows if they're going to shift Tavares off to the left wing again. You know, it's uh, he's ready to go against the Boston Bruins tomorrow night. Bunting, did you see him? Bunting got in a little skirmish and, and skated away. So he's obviously been warned by yeah. Sheldon Keefe that he no more behavior for a while. No, for sure. I mean, he can be very, very productive. And, and especially with the way he plays, can probably draw some penalties as well. But he needs to, you know, just especially going down the stretch right now. Yeah, he, he needs to kind of rein in his behavior, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, totally rein it in. Now, I forgot one thing about, about the Jays. You know, it's not fair that the Jays have to have a 10-game road trip. I guess this uh, this new addition to the stadium and all the work they've done has put them in a position where they have to play all these away games. I am interested to see this new uh, setup they have at, yeah. the, at the stadium. Now, obviously, it's not like they changed the schedule. I think the schedule was made like this just to give them some breathing room for the the beginning of the season, you know, like to, to make sure everything was ready to go. Because what is it? The Tuesday is their home opener. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so that's right. Give them a little bit. But to start in the road for that period of time, they're like the Arizona Coyotes kind of in a way. Yeah. Baseball's Arizona Coyotes. But most of these guys played out of Buffalo for during COVID, so they, they know what it's like on the road. Yeah, good point. Good point, Dano. Uh, the Raptors, hey, they're above 500. Uh, a very impressive against an undermanned Charlotte team, 12100. Now... <laughs> I had a good chuckle. I'm looking at the point line. I didn't see the game, but you know what? They're positioned pretty well here for this play-in thing. Who's Will Barton? I'm like, Will Barton had 20 points. I didn't know there was a Will Barton that even played for the Raptors. I think he's from Port Sydney. <laughs> he's an 11-year veteran of the NBA, and I'd never heard of him, but he was firing the bombs. He's been injured. Uh, came to the uh, Raptors about three weeks ago. He's missed three games, but, boy, it doesn't hurt to have him bombing with 20 points. Absolutely. The Will Barton. So they're you know they're positioned pretty well for this play and to have more than one opportunity, which is you know if Nick Nurse doesn't bring up that he might be leaving a game, we can drop all that now. Yep. A uh, little bit of curling. curling, and I like curling because I like Brad Gushu. Okay. So Brad Gushu is uh, in the world curling uh, right now. Sweden are six and zero, oh, but Gushu four and two, looking good. There's still uh, quite a few more draws. Top six go on in the playoffs later in the week. But I've always liked Gushu because he's been around a long time. He represents Canada well. And now he's recently set a record. What was the record he set for, like, the most international wins or something like that? I'm, not, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. by a Canadian uh, skip, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Pretty hard. <laughs> I want to talk about those Ottawa Senators. Um, they're, boy, it's heated up as to, as to who's going to purchase the Senators. Yep. Um, there's a fellow, and I don't, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name. It's Apostolopoulos, and he's a commercial real estate. But the key to him is he's got Nick Kiprios along for the ride with him. Okay. They are, he's taking a real concerted uh, bid on them, and he's bid on uh, the Charlotte Hornets. He's bidding right now on the Washington Commanders. He has nothing but money. But then you got Ryan Reynolds, and I didn't realize how big Ryan Reynolds is uh, dollar-wise. I guess he he's got himself with a group called Maximum Performance. Okay. So, you know, this only bodes well for Ottawa. I'd like to see Ryan Reynolds, wouldn't you? I think so. And I and he's uh, made himself uh, pretty visible uh, attending uh, some Ottawa games and whatnot. So, I don't know. I think it, as an owner, he would he would definitely bring a different uh, different feel to that team in the sense that, yes, he is Canadian. Uh, and B, he's, he's obviously a hockey fan, but C, just his star power. 
Yeah, for sure. Celebrity. Right. Big celebrity. And, he, <clears throat> you know, Ottawa seems pretty excited about the potential as well. I think uh, the Leaf game, was it the Leaf game he was at? Yes, yes, he was at the game I was and at. And so there was a couple of, dead, couple of Deadpool characters there wearing, like, half Deadpool costume, half, like, Senator costume, that he was in the crowd taking pictures with them. Like, he's, you know, he's really presented himself really well. Yeah, for sure. So, so again, it, it only bodes well for regardless of who it yeah. is. And I hope it's Ryan Reynolds, quite frankly. Did you know that Purdue has uh, Zach Eddy, Canadian, the first Canadian to be player of the year in uh, NCAA basketball? Basketball, yep. Seven, Big seven-foot center. Seven-foot four? Yes. Wow. Sky's the limit for him. <laughs> Couldn't resist that. No, he's he's got a, a good future ahead of him. Yes. Because he's got that silky outside shot. I love those big guys like Dirk Nowitzki that could shoot the three that are seven feet tall. <laughs> Normally those guys aren't the most no. uh, uh, fleet of hand, we'll say. But uh, good for him. <laughs> now, did you know Simon Fraser, what caught my attention today, Simon Fraser University yep. um, is not going to have a football program this year. And I thought, okay, I'm going to take a look at this article. Did you know, I did not know, that they've been playing in, N- they're the only Canadian NCAA football team. I knew that. Playing south of the border. Yes. And f- for whatever reason, Division Two, which is still just fine, um, they're not having a football program any longer. Because of cost? Cost. Yep. Yeah, which is a shame. But I, it, it just caught my attention because I did not know that. Now, Dan, I just want to pat you in the back a couple of times because I'll tell you, you sat in here and you, ba- you guaranteed a UConn win. Okay. And I'll let you take over because guess what? They won quite handily. Yeah, I think I said it was going to be a 20-point difference, and it was 17. Uh, they came out hot, and they dominated San Diego State right from the start. Uh, I caught the tail end of it, and it was, I think, a 10-point game at the half. And it just inc- kept on increasing uh, throughout the second half, and they ended up with a 17-point uh, victory. Like, UConn destroyed everyone through this tournament. Well, you they predicted did. that this was going to happen. Well, I wouldn't say I predicted it on, you know, March 16th. No. But no. I definitely predicted it when I when it was, you know, uh, for that one game. Well, you came in and said that you're the bracket. Well, everybody blew their bracket. You well, it was incredible. I mean, you have uh, UConn, who's a fourth-ranked team. And when you say fourth ranked, they're fourth ranked. They were fourth ranked in their bright, like in their uh, you know zone or whatever you want to call it, their division. And so, when you have two number one, if you you have four number ones, four number twos, four number threes, four number fours, right? So like they're way down the list. And then with San Diego State being a, a ranked number nine, like they like you, you're not even a top twenty five team. Exactly. Right? Right. So uh, the fact that they were in the finals and the fact that UConn was in the finals is just – I don't think that's happened where you have uh, two teams that like that far out of, say, the, the top ten make it to the finals is since, like, the 80s. Exactly. So, no, but I commend you on that, on making the right call because it's really quite impressive that you nailed that down because I wouldn't have gone with that. But, no? But I, you, but I, you like the San Diego Staters? Oh, I always like the underdog when I don't know what I'm doing. Right? <laughs> it's always a good thing. Uh, if I can double back real quick about the hockey, and there's something that I also I picked up. So you had mentioned, which is great, uh, the final run for playoffs back in the NHL. Yep. Florida Panthers, a huge win over the Buffalo Sabres. That effectively put the Sabres out because they, they would have made it very interesting if they could have won that hockey game. Yeah, for sure. Now it's really interesting with uh, Pittsburgh and Florida. Now did you hear what Keith Kachuk had to say? Yes. So, what is he doing? 
Like, like you know, saying that Matthew said this is a very soft hockey team he's playing on. Like, what does does that spur you on? I don't think so. So I don't understand. I don't understand the, why he'd even open his mouth to like he's an ex player, yes, but he's not a uh, he's not affiliated. Like he's not working for any team. He's not all like all he is is a hockey dad now. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes, exactly. Keith Kajak is a hockey mm-hmm. dad. So, right. you know, just keep your mouth shut. Like, who cares what's going on? Like, Florida might squeak into the playoffs, but what is, is gained by, you know, his dad coming out? And, you know, obviously, since he is a former player, he's going to get sound bites. For sure, but, right? but it doesn't help anyone, right? Oh. It just doesn't. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, maybe that's fair. I don't think the Penguins have enough to be a playoff team this year. I could be wrong. But they're now on the outside looking in, but it's still awful tight. I think right? they have a game at hand, though. So I think yes. they're, ti- they're tied You're with right. Florida with a game at hand. Um, but it, it's, you know, poor Ottawa. You know, they're they're done. They lost again last night. Uh, but, you know, it's – and to come down – it will, will come down. I think Florida should be able to push to get in. But, I mean, going back to what uh, Matthew Kachuk's dad said, I'm not even going to name him, uh, you, know, he, you know, he is right that they should have been a lot better. Like that, but so should the Calgary Flames. But it's not a motivational tool at no. this stage of the game. And then like, he, oh, they, they, what do you say? He made their bed. Like they deserve what they get or yeah, something like that. something crazy like that. But obviously, you know, someone put a microphone in his face. And that's the soundbite that came, that was generated for it. Now, as you said, on the other side, the one that, as you're right, now maybe in fairness, it's Calgary aren't good enough to get in. Because uh, as you said, you aptly put, they lost to the Chicago Blackhawks in a key game. That can't like, happen. They're bottom in the league, right? right. Now the, so the top, th- or the bottom three teams is uh, Chicago, Columbus, and Anaheim. Yeah, right. And they're, and they're clawing for that. So in a game yeah. that matters, Calgary comes up flat. I you know it's I, I'm I'm still hard to believe that Winnipeg are fighting for a spot. I think they're a lot better hockey team, but you never know because there is a Calgary Winnipeg game coming up. So yeah. I'm going to watch that one closely too to see any anything can happen in that one. Yeah. But if you're a Calgary Flame, you shouldn't feel good about yourself after yesterday. No, and you shouldn't feel good about yourself if you're a Winnipeg Jet. I I think there's like some uh, some issues within the Winnipeg Jets because I mean you hear all the time about Mark Scheifele wanting out stuff like that. Whether you know whether it's true or not, but there's still reports that are coming out like that. Exactly. So if there's, if there's that talk now when they're like in the midst of a playoff fight, like just to maintain their position, you know, there's tremendous issues. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, so Kyle Nelson has a fight. Yes. Which is great. We're really excited great for about our this. Kyle. We call him our Kyle cause he's a Huntsville guy. Yeah. June 10th. Now he's fighting a guy by the name of Blake Binder. So I took a look at Blake Binder is a very intriguing look. El Animal, he calls himself. Who, sorry? El Animal. El, El Animal. El Animal. He is five foot eight, so he has no reach, but he's small and looks awful powerful. He's 8 no. Okay. He's off to a tremendous start. And, you know, he's from California. Um, you know, he's, a, he's a, a veteran as well, 32 years old. But this is a, you know, we can say this. We love Kyle Nelson. We love everything about him. This is a must win for Kyle Nelson yep. at this stage of the game. Now, it's supposed to be in Calgary, but this is a Canadian, thank goodness. It must be nice to fight in your own country. It's either going to be, I think, in Vancouver or Calgary. They're not 100% sure. 
But let's hope we can get Kyle back in because I'm he's sure always will. gracious to us, yep. and we're hoping very, very much that he gets in. It's good. This is going to be a very interesting fight. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad it's in Canada. I am too that he doesn't have to to travel out of out of uh, out of country. Yep. But I'll tell you what, we got a lot like this. Oh, and the Masters. I've got nothing to really say because the Masters doesn't start until tomorrow. Correct. And it's irrelevant about the par three. I'm not really losing a lot of sleep over that. But tomorrow, you like Corey. You you want Corey Connors to win, as do I. Yep. And we've picked our guys. Yeah. And you picked Brooks Kepka. Is that correct? I did not. I. <laughs> I picked Dustin Johnson, but but the key thing this year for us is to see how the live golfers fare because you might have something with energy uh, levels and the fact that they've had an easier run and not as competitive and all that stuff, right? I, it, yeah. it will be interesting to see. Now there are some guys that are on the live tour that are you know well liked amongst the PGA guys, so sure. it's not it's not necessary like it's not going to be all you know us versus them. Uh, situations but you do have some polarizing guys that uh probably won't be received as well as other guys like uh like you know Bryson and Brooks Kapka uh and Patrick Reed you know those guys they probably won't be received as well with the with the PGA Tour guys but um you know when you have other other guys that are, are playing on that tour um I think they're you know there's certain reports that guys are, you know, shaking hands and hugs and how are you been and all this sort of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see where, where all the, when all the dust settles, where everyone's at, if there is just going to be a mix, because you got to remember DeChambeau's never played well at uh, the masters anyways. So if he doesn't play well, there's no difference. No, there there isn't. Right? right. No no difference. Right? So now Patrick Reed, Reed has won there, I believe, hasn't he? I'm not sure. Okay. I, I th- anyways, I could be totally wrong. Yeah. But you have, you know, certain guy and Phil Mickelson has won. Um, so we'll see how everything, how all the dust settles, how everyone, you know, inter- mixes and mingles, if you will. Very good. And, I, and I'm going to hunker down and watch a lot of the Masters. So... Now we're not in to our listeners. Uh, you know, Good Friday yep. is, is Easter holiday. We're not gonna we're not gonna make it because we're gonna be busy, busy, busy charting for the following week's show. Yeah, of course. And and if I may, I you know it's it's a nice day for me because this is my baby's birthday. This is my daughter Samantha's seventeenth oh, birthday. Beautiful. And I was thinking when I could say that my baby, yeah. she would think that's just fine. Yeah. But if I did that to my son, you guys like that wouldn't be over if I'd said yeah. that it's my baby son's yeah. birthday, and that would not have gone over very no. well at all. You you can call me baby anytime you want. I will only do that when we're not on air. Thank you. Okay, done deal. But happy Easter to you guys as well. Happy Easter, baby. Yep. You bet, baby. (laughs) I'm Dave for Dave, Dad, and Grant. Take care. Happy Easter. We'll be back on Monday with more sports.